Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hi, I'm Debbie. And I'm Allison. And we're... The Polter Gals. Alcatraz. So, Alcatraz is an island off of the coast of San Francisco and has a long and spooky history. Ooh, spooky history. So, in its earliest days, Native Americans allegedly used this to banish its basically bad people. Great. To the island as punishment where they were reportedly plagued by the local spirits. Great, so it was already haunted from the get-go. Yeah, so uh, they basically, and it does go into more detail later, but uh, Alcatraz, and it was the site of a U.S. military prison from the late 1850s to 1933, and of course became a notorious federal prison in 1934. Housing criminals such as Al Capone from the years 1899 to 1947. Al Capone spent four and a half years at Alcatraz generating national headlines. He was sent to Alcatraz because his incarnation in Atlanta, Georgia, had allowed him to remain in contact with the outside world and continue to run his criminal operation in Chicago. He's the boss. Yeah. So he was also known to corrupt prison officers but that ended when he was sent to Alcatraz. Also, murderer Robert Birdman of Alcatraz Shroud from 1890 to 1963. Robert was transferred there after three decades of being in a federal penitentiary in Kansas. Shroud arrived on the island in 1942 and served 17 years. There, despite his nickname, he was not permitted to keep birds at Alcatraz before it was shut down in 1963. <laughs> Alcatraz operated from the years of 1934 to 1963, and no inmate ever successfully escaped the prison. Allegedly. Allegedly. I think someone probably escaped. Well, it was said that there was it was there because of the ice-cold water mm -hmm. and then also the sharks. I think someone probably so, escaped. They could have done it. I mean... You never know. I, it's kind of a little suspicious that nobody. I know. It's ever, like, mm, did somebody maybe yeah. escape? And you just don't know it. Yes. Yeah, so Is this the Shawshank Redemption up in here? Like, hmm. that's very true. And then, in nineteen in nineteen in seventeen seventy five, get our years right. <laughs> Spanish explorer one day. Yeah, we're just going with Ayala? Ayala Mobot. Mobton. Anyway, Spanish explorer one. Yep. One. Named Alcatraz Island, naming it Island of the Pelicans due to the large population of seabirds. 
Yeah. Did you know an Alcatraz is just a bird? This is a big bird. Is it? Yeah. That's where it got his name. It's literally named after a big bird. Wow. That's uh, disappointing. That's facts on facts. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, in 1850, President Millard Fillmore signed an order reserving the island for military use. During the 1850s, a fortress was constructed on Alcatraz. Around 100 cannons, cannons were installed around the island to protect San Francisco during this time. Alcatraz became home to the West Coast's first operational lighthouse. Ooh, haunted lighthouses? Yeah. Just think about, we have a haunted lighthouse episode coming soon. Ooh. Ooh, foreshadowing. Oh. Not this lighthouse, a different lighthouse. <laughs> oh. So by the 1850s, the U.S. Army has a gun holding military prisoners at Alcatraz. This isolated them from the mainland with the cold, icy waters of San Francisco Bay. The island was deemed an ideal location for a prison and assumed to know to make an attempt to escape by swimming and surviving. Because of the sharks and the freezing water. Yeah. Great. So during these years as a military prison, inmates included Confederate sympathizers and citizens accused of treason during the American Civil War. Alcatraz also housed a number of rebellious American Indians, including 19 Hopis from the Arizona Territory, who were sent to the prison in 1895, following large land disagreements with the federal government. Hmm, I wonder why. It was almost like we were trying to, like, take their land or something. Crazy. Crazy. And then we just sent them to prison. (laughs) That's not good. No. Good job, America. Way to mess up our history. Woo. This is why it's haunted. Right. And that's how you get ghosts. <laughs> and we do horrible things to them. That's how you get ghosts. So the inmate population of Alcatraz continued to rise during the Spanish-American War in 1898. During the early 20th century, inmate labor fueled the construction of a new cell house, which consisted of 600 cell structure that still stands today along with a hospital, mess hall, and other prison buildings. According to the National Park Service, when this new complex was finished in 1912, it was the world's largest reinforced concrete building. Concrete. Heck yeah, concrete. Yeah. That's crazy. What world's largest? Uh, In 1933, the Army relinquished Alcatraz to the U.S. Justice Department which wanted the federal prison so they could house the criminal population too difficult or too dangerous to be handled by other U.S. penitentiaries. Ooh. Which is why people like Al Capone got sent here. Great. Yeah. So the prison opened officially in July 1st, 1934, after following more construction to make it a maximum security facility. Yeah, so definitely there had to be some escape. Why would they, like, remodel it again? Yeah. I mean, Hmm. so it's... Like, already twice in construction. Mm. Uh, the first warden was James A. Johnson, who served 1874 to 1954. Johnson hired approximately one guard for every three prisoners, and each prisoner had their own, like, self. So, like, three guards for one prisoner. 
Oh, three guards per one prisoner or one guard per three prisoners? One guard for three prisoners. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So, I mean, they were definitely outnumbered. Yeah. The guards were. The Federal Bureau of Prisons viewed Alcatraz as the prison system prison that was a place where the most disruptive inmates could be sent to live under spare conditions and with few privileges in order to learn how to follow rules. Great. Yeah. So once following the rules, they could be transferred to other federal prisons to complete their sentences. And according to the BOP, the Bureau of Prisons, Alcatraz typically held 260 to 275 prisoners, which represented less than 1% of the entire inmate population. So it was like the most dangerous and deadly ones. Yeah. Ma'am. Uh, there were 14 known attempts to escape. There we go. Involving One involving 36 inmates. 23 mm. were recaptured. Six were shot and killed during the attempt to get out. Dang. Three drowned and five went missing <gasps> and were presumed drowned. So maybe they did escape. Yeah. So maybe it, it said that five of them possibly mm. escaped but were presumed drowned. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So there's five people possibly out there living their lives. That is, well, I mean, they're probably dead now, but. <laughs> We're living their lives. Yeah. The most famous escape attempt resulted in a battle for from May 2nd to May 4th in 1946, in which six prisoners overpowered this, the house officers, and were able to gain access to weapons, but not the keys needed to leave the prison. During the battle, the prisoners prisoners killed two correctional officers and injured eighteen others. The Marines record like were sent to the battle mm-hmm. and ended with deaths of three of the rogue inmates and the trial of the three remaining, two of whom, and received their death penalty. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah. So it's it's insane to know that the Marines got involved. Wow. With that. And now we get to the lovely hauntings. Yay. So this place is obviously very haunted. Who knew? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So today, um, visitors of the island often report hearing screams, the clanging of metal doors, and the sounds of voices within the walls. One of the more famous tales associated with the island supposedly occurred back in the 1940s where Warden James Johnson, um, the guy you were talking about, Mm -hmm. actually held a Christmas day party at the residence for himself and his staff. Oh, how nice. How nice. I bet these were pretty bad people. Um, So, you know what? They still get Christmas, too. So, the good cheer is said to have been brought with a swift halt when an apparition sporting mutton-chop whiskers and a gray suit appeared. The temperature in the room plummeted and the fire blew out before returning all the way back to normal when the spirit disappeared about a minute later. 
The rattle guards were too scared to stay in the residence, and the rest of the Christmas celebration ended abruptly. Oh, no. So I had to tell a little Christmas story because obviously it's December, and um, what more would I tell? Um, so the first place, I'm going to kind of break it up how we did with our other Eastern State Penitentiary is by cell blocks. Um, so cell block D is said to be one of the inmates, um, or said by one of the inmates, that there was a creature trying to kill him. Um, it's also claimed that this so-called creature had glowing eyes. Oh. So this might be one of the wild spirits that the and Native Americans thought lived on the island. Foreshadowing, the same creatures possibly have said to be a part of another part of the prison. Ooh. So I will foreshadow that. The next day, the prisoner was found strangled to death. It is said that his spirit wanders the block of cell block D for revenge. It is also said that D-Block was one of the worst, worst, worst of inmates, and they weren't even allowed to leave their cells for most parts. They were under isolation. Mm-hmm. Um, so Cell Block D had the worst of the worst. Um, this is the part that also faced the Golden Gate Bridge, which happened to be the closest, the coldest side of the prison. Um, so it was cold and scary and dark and all the spooky things. Oh, no. Ooh. Um, many visitors have claimed a feeling of coldness wrapping around them um, and a sensation of feeling spirits around them while in the cell block. Oh. Cell blocks A through C, many visitors have claimed hearing um, moaning and like crying through these cell blocks. Um, it is also said that you might even run into a butcher who is said to have been assassinated here. Then, in the corridor, it said that security guards would be here hearing strange noises coming from the utility corridor, where it said that three prisoners were actually shot in a failed escape attempt. So, another failed escape attempt. Attempt. It is also claimed that Al Capone is making himself known in the building. One place is in the shower room, where it's claimed that he would play his banjo. It's said that people hear the sound of the band playing in a very large area and believe that Al Capone is the person behind it, making him still trapped in the location of Alcatraz. Oh, no. <laughs> Could you imagine just Al Capone? Just, I mean, oh. he is from Georgia, you know, but, like, I imagine him as this, like, you know, uptown mob oh, no. boss. I wouldn't think of him, like, but playing, playing a, a banjo. banjo in the shower. I'm going to play like, a banjo in the shower. Ding, 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 ding. Um, So, yeah, so Al Capone um, plays the banjo in the shower. Um, And then it's also said that Alcatraz is a portal to another dimension, um, making it more energetic and easier for spirits to be moving through it. Um, Again, it was believed by the Native Americans to inhabit evil spirits already. And as a punishment, the natives would banish those who broke any tribal laws to the island um, just to be dealt with by the evil spirits. So they literally chose a place that was already haunted. Haunted. And then just made it more haunted. No. No. They're like, how can we make this spookier? (laughs) If it was tribal land to begin with and they deemed it not worthy, there's a reason Native Americans named. I know. I'm like, there's a reason they didn't go to that island. Um, just put a federal prison on top yeah, of it. Yeah, let's that just put makes a prison it, on it. It's great. No, that's not a good combo. Um, and then throughout the prison, there have been claims of screams and metal doors banging, especially near the dungeon. I don't even want to go. I don't even Hear like me dungeons. Out. Hear me out. D&D campaign, but it's set in Alcatraz. <laughs> oh, no. No. No? Okay. No. Still too spooky. <laughs> okay. So, um, in the dungeon... Um, There have been reports of phantom spirits throughout the prison, 
There have been reports of phantom spirits throughout the prison from the guards to this day. It's said that a warden by the last name of Johnson didn't believe in didn't even believe in ghosts, and he was leading the paranormal tour through the dungeon. As they got closer, they could hear sobbing, and once they were in there, the sobbing was coming, and the sobbing did not stop, and there was a blast of cold air that went right through the entire group. It is even said that an apparition would appear outside of the warden's corridors um, that is linked to this account. Oh, no. Crazy. Um, while the prison was still open on foggy nights, the lighthouse would turn on by itself and a whistling sound could be heard. All the time, it was believed that it was an es- attempt, escape attempt. When the prison was open on a foggy night, the lighthouse would turn on by itself and a whistling sound could be heard. At the time, it was believed that it was an escape attempt, but no, it was actually just a ghost, like turning on the lantern. That's terrifying. Like, and at this time, I don't even think it was like, like, you know, like automized or like with machinery. Yeah, no. Like it had to have been a person. Yeah. But then maybe someone did just escape. So we'll see that. Hope. Also, while the prison is open, guards supposedly smell smoke. Like, it's coming from a fire. Um, like, something was on fire coming from the laundry room. When guards went to check, there was no smoke. But after a few minutes went by, the smoke vanished, as if nothing actually happened. And I don't think there was any reports or anything of an actual fire happening in the laundry room either. So. No. When I was looking... Uh. <laughs> so, when I was doing my research on this, it was basically... Like, as if the laundry room had had started, mm-hmm. and then it's just, like, the guards went in and got too spooked and mm-hmm. took off. Oh, my God. And then when they went back in, the smoke was just gone, and then, like, nothing was out of place or anything. It was just normal. That's so scary. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hallucinations, maybe? I don't know. But all of them? That's true. And then the strip cell. So, not the strip club, the strip cell. So, as if it could get any worse than the D-cell block, the strip cells were for the severely punished inmates. Um, so, this is where many actually lost their sense about everything and literally went mad. Um, there wasn't even a toilet or a sink. It was literally just a hole in the ground for the inmates' waste to go. Um, it is actually in this block that um, where inmates were placed naked in cold, dark environments and um, hence why they lost their senses. Because, again, remember, it was so cold. Mm-hmm. They were placed on a strict diet, and that was part of, you know, just them being in prison. Like, they would be literally dehumanized again, as we've talked That's about so horrible. much. Listen, the good news is inmates were only subjected to this for one to two days. I mean... As if that's not okay. Yeah, but... I mean, at least they're limited to one to two days. So it is said that that possible creature with glowing eyes strangled the man to death here. So they're not sure um, whether it happened here in the strip cell or on the D block. Um, It's very unknown, but it's still absolutely terrifying. Yeah. So it's it's terrifying to know that demonic creatures strangling men in a prison. Yeah. Great. That's horrifying. And who knows what it is? Yeah. And Native American evil spirits are. Yeah. Just regular Or just spirits. regular spirits. Just regular or just ghosts. other inmates, you know? Like, you never know. There was so much death and destruction that happened here. You I never know. know. <laughs> don't want to know. But, yeah, so that's all the hauntings, um, or at least some of the hauntings from Alcatraz. Yes. 
And if you are interested in watching anything related to this, of course, Ghost Adventures, mm-hmm. as always. Shout out Ghost Adventures. And then Zach Dead, Baggins. Yep. And then Dead Files, I believe, covers Ooh, this. There we go. So if you want to look that up, yeah. feel free. Yeah. And we have a Patreon supporter. Shout out to Megan Lee. She's our very first ghost baby. If you guys want to enter into our Patreon, our link will be in the description. So please um, help support us so our channel can't grow. Please. Can grow. Not can't grow. Can grow. Can. Yeah. We want to be be able to go places. Maybe we can go to Alcatraz. Maybe. Do a spooky ghost tour. With all your support. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thanks. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to The Poltergals, a Rogue Media Network podcast. This has been a Rogue Media podcast.